You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Hi, welcome to the Unicorns Are Real Podcast. I'm Aaron or Erod, whichever one you want to call me this week. And today I have two special unicorn guests in their houses because, you know, we're still recording remotely. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Citrine Tangerine. You may know me as Megan, but I'm Citrine Tangerine. Hello. And I am Craig Blackmore, only known as Craig Blackmore. <laughs> and we're both Smoky Citrine. That's the name of our duo. Okay. So how would you guys describe your week and a color and in the song? It doesn't matter who goes first, I guess. Well, my week has been pink, like bright, vibrant pink, mm. like flamingos and like the yard flamingos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my song would be Free Woman by Lady Gaga from her latest album. It's just so good. Okay. And I would say my week has been pretty green. It's been a really green week. I think green's a good color. I had, you know, fresh veggies, fresh herb, fresh everything. It's just a fresh week. Mm -hmm. And uh, and the song that, that I've really been listening to quite a bit is called Play Catch by this artist named Rocky Knuckles. Um, Just a random artist that came on a playlist and I checked out his music and this song is just it's about real stuff but it's just one of those fun goofy songs so it has play catch by Rocky Knuckle okay we're actually gonna take a minute so I can insert both of those songs in the podcast so people can get a taste of what you guys are listening to right, right. yay about to set this
finish how we started The crowd is in control and our enemies broken hearted See the unpopular people all it on by the media Slide a couple lies into the truth like Wikipedia Some do not believe in us, more reason to heat it And we're back <laughs> Um. So for my week, I would say the color of my week I'm gonna go with red um and then like the color theory behind it for this week or this particular red i don't know did i i didn't specify which red i don't know which red okay i was gonna give you guys like super artsy color <laughs> like crimson <laughs> red or something i don't know i'm just go with red and um the reason why i think this week has i think i've been super optimistic lately and i think red can be a color of optimism in a way and my song i think it has absolutely nothing to do with the color but i just like the song i'm gonna go with jill scott it's love uh yes <laughs> so i'm let's insert that right I think I went with it's love is because um what happened? Okay, so I think yesterday or last night, some guy tweeted about Jill Scott. And it was really interesting because I think he said, um, well, he said in his exact words in the tweet, um, people are attracted to Jill Scott, like <laughs> exclamation mark, question mark. <laughs> and then he followed that tweet with, by no means. Is she ugly? But y'all really, y'all really sexually aroused by her, and, and then he, then he continued. This is some football wow. player, by the way. Oh man! <laughs> and he continued, and he was like, "So I guess he was getting like replies for the tweet, and then he was like, so it's an energy thing.' Got it? And then, and then he continued." Because I think he did, like, a, wow. an apology right after. I think that's what he attempted to do. But his apology was not really an apology. But he deleted the tweet before. Well, yeah. Of course. Uh, it's like, why does he need to sexualize her in the first place? <laughs> Let me read his apology. It kind of explains why. He was like, um, I tried to explain my tweet after realizing how poorly it was worded and conveyed. I didn't grow up on Jill Scott, so it was news to me that she is a set symbol and just and I just tweeted. Stupidly, it was best to just delete it and take my L. And then he said <laughs> he said, I've also seen people equating my tweet to both fat shaming and hatred of black women with 
how <laughs> he said I can understand why people feel that way but that is not the case here that was his apology tweet after mm. yes um, black twitter got she's beautiful <laughs> she is and it was really interesting because I was like, wow. I mean, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's fine that you have your opinion to say that you're not sexually attracted to her, but a lot of people are. And that's fine. Right. right. Everybody has their preferences. <laughs> but it was just like how you went about it. It just came off like that was really random to be like, y'all are sexually. And, and it, it kind of came off as you're shaming the people who do find her sexually attractive. Right. The odd part about it. That was the odd part of his him saying that. <laughs> that is a very random tweet, especially when you know you have a platform, like you're a football player, and you just like tweet that. <laughs> well, like, it almost seems like like why would you even attempt to try to bring somebody down? Even her, Jill Scott, like whatever. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, 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 I was like, so you felt shaking, like, oh, she's a set symbol. What? And then you're like, let me tweet about it. Let me tweet about how I don't find her a set symbol. It was weird. I feel like that's <laughs> something you keep to yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah, Maybe or... he's just used to something else as being considered a sex symbol. Yeah, maybe. Or, you know, if, that, if that's the case, drop it in your group chat and then talk about it to your friends. Right, right. I mean, Twitter, Twitter gets a hold of you, and then Twitter creates a whole new world for you. <laughs> That's so real. That's true. I just, I wouldn't want her to see that and be upset. I mean, I know it's like people talk about each other all the time, but it's mm -hmm. like, wouldn't you want to be a little more sensitive to the fact that somebody could see what you're saying about them? And it just, it's kind of just seems inappropriate. <laughs> But I feel like Jill Scott knows she's a baddie, so she's going yeah. right. to look at it and be like, ah, children. <laughs> like, ah, I'm trending again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, first I was trending with uh, Erica versus me, <laughs> and now here I am again. It's like endless weeks during this lovely lockdown pandemic thing. <laughs> right. But no reason. It's just like random people. Yeah. Random people. <laughs> random people. But moving on, we're gonna go to the self-title segment, the unicorns are real segment, which is all about our unicorn guests, which is you all. Um, this is where you um describe your creative mind, anything that's going on with you creatively, and of course describe your unicorn. If you if your unicorn was standing in front of you, how would you visually see it? Who wants to take it away? Cool. Well, okay, so we're here as Smoky Citrine. It's like our collaborative crystal energy jewelry uh, collaboration. Mm -hmm. So my creative process and kind of how we work together is we love to pick out stones together and go on adventures together. Like last summer we went out to upstate New York to learn how gemstones are mined mm -hmm. by people. 
because we thought, oh, maybe we'd have to go to some other country to be able to do that. <laughs> but guess what? You don't. You can mine for gemstones in the USA. So just one part of our creative process and um, humbling ourselves and learning how to make our own beads, find our own gemstones to like shorten our sourcing lists uh, is we went and learned how to do that. Okay. And that was, it's incredibly humbling because you can't use power tools where we went. So you have to use like sledgehammers and just different, a whole different kind of jargon of tools like I didn't even know even existed. Yeah. And it's really cool. It is really cool. You like dig in the dirt and you're breaking these like limestone rocks open and crystals pop out and you have to be careful not to break them. And that's just like completely opened my world up to different kinds of labor that people do yeah. to get gemstones out and then how also incredibly challenging it is to drill a hole into a rock to make a bead and let alone shape it and polish it in the lapidary aspect of it which we haven't dove into yet but mm -hmm. yeah we're like all about the gemstones most of the jewelry we make contains you know natural gemstones and um and yeah, it's always an adventure looking for them, even if it's in a small shop, you know, like I'm always looking through a mic or not a microscope. Well, yeah, a microscope, too, but mostly a magnifying glass because all these stones are little universes are like tiny yeah. planets. And that's, that's how it feels a lot of time. Like we're collecting these small universes to put together for people and you know, we like to do custom pieces. So we ask folks what's their favorite gemstones and favorite colors and try to help them learn about new gemstones because it's pretty surprising how limited a lot of folks knowledge on stones and jewelry is. You know, mm -hmm. you think diamonds, emeralds, rubies, sapphires, but there's so many other stones and we try to use them all, okay. you know, it, find out about more stones every day and um when you guys are okay you guys like custom pieces but when you guys are like um creating them do you guys like do like a blueprint and draw it out or is it just like off the head when you're putting the pieces together it really depends it depends like when you're getting into more of like the structured stuff like the body jewelry mm -hmm. sometimes it's helpful to do a drawing just but when it comes to yeah or just to see what kind of crazy pattern you can dream up of and see if you can even make it with mm -hmm. your hands afterward so yeah drawing is always fun and sometimes even just drawing the jewelry when it's done to like paint try to paint the stones to make them look similar is fun too mm -hmm. but most of the time it's it's intuitive and that's one of my favorite parts about working with gemstones is you'll be intuitively drawn to them and then when you look into like i read a, a book called the book of stones that has most of the stones in it and it has like a little excerpt on it um so i'll work with a stone and then i'll be like what is it about this stone that is is drawing me to it right now so I'll open my book and read about it and find out like my intuition had brought me to this color to this stone to this energy of this and i'll be like completely mind blown and then inspired even more it's pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of 
I think a stone that or maybe it's just like my favorite color or whatever. I am like really drawn to the jade color <laughs> or jade yeah. as a whole. And I don't I've I've yet to find out why. It's just like things in that color round. Like I'm looking around my room and it's everything is like touching that color. Everything. You like greens, huh? Yes. <laughs> That's really cool. I love green stones too. Jade is a really cool stone. Well, jade's a classic. If, mm-hmm. You know, turquoise and jade—they've—they're probably some of the oldest used stones in our in all of the world's history. Yeah. yeah. As far as like jewelry and sculptures and like burials go. Mm-hmm. But jade also comes in a lot of different colors, which is cool. Yeah. But green, green is calming and serene. Maybe Peaceful. That's what I'm. Maybe that's what I'm seeking. <laughs> When I have all these. <laughs> so is that, oh wait, you know what? We got to double back. So I did ask, but I don't know if you guys caught it. How would you visually see your unicorn? I don't want like, that to go too far. So, oh. If you saw it, if your unicorn was standing right in front of you right now. How would you guys? So see? my unicorn, my unicorn would be like really black, like for the most part. All the fur would be black, but its mane would just be like a gradient of purple to pink. Like okay. it'd start purple at the roots and go out to pink. And its horn would just be like this sparkly, it'd be black basically, but it would have a bunch of like sparkly colors on it. Oh, like cool. fine glitter that's sparkly. And its eyes would be pink. Oh, that's different. <laughs> I think to make that <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool and then some yeah well my unicorn i was also feeling a black furred unicorn mm-hmm. kind of sparkly like shimmery maybe even just like a dark gray but the hooves would be like the little feet would be like gold chrome and the main I was also feeling pink, like rose goldish, kind of. Yeah. I feel like that's the mood of smoky citrine, kind of like dark and pink. Yeah. <laughs> the high contrast. <laughs> and um, how long have you guys been collaborating with jewelry? About two years. Yeah. About two years. Yep. Did it start as like a passion project? And then you're like, oh, yeah, we can do this like full time. Or how, what was the process of you guys deciding to come together? Well, first we were, I was modeling a ton when we worked together before we started Smoky Citrine. Mm -hmm. And Craig does a lot of photography and video work. So I think our creative journey kind of started there where we would go out and do photos. And then when we kind of sat down and got to know each other a bit more, we discovered we both loved working with our hands and we loved being creative and we loved crystal gemstones and rocks. And um, so I, I think we just kind of noticed that about each other and started working together on jewelry. I think we've always just had a passion 
for adorning people and ourselves. Like Craig's never without at least a ring. Well, maybe five rings, <laughs> a couple bracelets and a necklace. Like he's always rocking. That's the minimum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it kind of just grew organically and mm -hmm. it's definitely a passion project, but we're trying to get it off its little feet. Like we did a holiday market before the pandemic happened in last year, last winter. And that was a pretty good success. And other than that, right now we've been working on our branding and I think we're going to get it, get it going and probably get our jewelry out on consignment in different areas and different shops. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, like it was funny, like, cause when I asked you what his Instagram was earlier, I had already like fell into it <laughs> because like I do a deep dive right before I have guess and then i had circle smoky centrine before you told me it was like a full collective and it says ask about this on my notes yeah because i wanted to dive deeper into that i was like oh, i'm falling down the rabbit hole and i need people to like ground it to make sense of it that's cool um and during the lockdown have you guys created would you say that um more pieces have come out of it like being kind of limited to what places you can go to oh definitely yeah more pieces more ideas ideas for new pieces um yeah more methods for making things you yeah. know like um over the lockdown i've started working with leather and different stones that i've never used before and yeah, so we're both evolving. A lot yeah. of new things are coming with the rebrand. Like we got a new logo, yeah, we got we do. a new website in the works, yeah. the catalog's almost ready. Yeah, it is. We're planning, because uh, now that the lockdown's starting to let up mm -hmm. for the time being, we're working on getting like a photo shoot for the catalog together. We've had, you know, photos done by other photographers too. And yeah, this, was almost kind of necessary yeah. <laughs> like we did a lot a lot of building over this lockdown yeah it's it's been sorry to say it but it's been kind of a blessing to like not have to go so hard to try to sell a bunch of stuff and mm -hmm. instead like sit and think how do i want my website to read when somebody clicks on it yeah how do i want my business cards to feel when i hand them over to somebody and then I mean, I haven't been making as much as far as jewelry goes because I've been enjoying like this break between collections, but I've been thinking a lot more about stones and how I want to present them to people and how I want to give the information to folks so that they can, you know, learn and understand because I think, of course, I love jewelry and selling jewelry, but I really, really, really believe in the power of stones and how they can inspire people yeah. so that's been a huge part of this this break is like how can i how can i translate this information and encourage people to pick up books about them or you know find their favorite gemstone and and let that inspire them to just be a better more self-loving person so it's been really great and challenging too yeah, I think um, for, I don't know, for like all the creatives that I've talked to about during this time, I think it has 
you know, like you said, been a blessing and a and it's like a blessing in disguise, kind of, because you're like, where well, I mean, it's a global pandemic. Should I really feel like joy that I got this time to like, like sit still and really center myself and find out what gets me going creatively? But I think a lot of people have just like been able to like shift their focus a little bit as far yeah. as like creativity, um, finding what exactly makes them happy outside of you know just going out and going places and all that jazz that came with you know just being out and not really like focusing in on what needs to be done and i think that's great yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> um i actually came up with like um kind of a topic for this episode just like outside of it and then like seeing you guys together um so the topic was like perks of having a supportive romantic partner and intertwining it into a business partner in a sense so how would you guys um like i mean i guess give us more insight on having both of those being a combined effort well in the beginning, it was we it, we had to get in sync, okay. you know, like schedule wise, work process wise. I think we're still working on we're it. Still too. working on it, yeah. Because we're people, we have our own businesses and our own personalities. We're not like assimilating each other. So oh, yeah, no. right. <laughs> and yeah, so that that was the that was really the main problem at first was getting our process and schedule aligned because like I come from working all night like i like to stay up all night i like to that's when no one calls no one texts you get your work done between the hours of like 11 p.m and 5 a.m mm-hmm. so i like doing that and sometimes i like you know just different things different flow things and all night didn't work all the time so i had to compromise we both had to make compromises yeah. so that was the main thing first at least in my eyes no i i think that's definitely a thing is trying to get a on a schedule that works for the both of you for sure oh it's good to say something else and now i can't even i'm just like what but it honestly hasn't even been it's not been a a real struggle because Mm -hmm. before we before we even teamed up as a business i think personally well we definitely collaborated but personally i sat myself down and i was like i'm done dating people i wasn't about to be in a relationship okay like i was so fucking done i was so done because i just like i realized that the problem was me jumping into relationships because i could fall in love with anyone and that is just how it is like i love people I could see the best in anyone and it's a flaw, but it's also a a benefit. I love people. (laughs) So all my life I was just looking for a relationship and I just got burned out from that shit. And I was just like, oh my God, fuck this shit. I sat down and I wrote down what the fuck I wanted in my journal from a relationship out of myself and out of another person. And then like really randomly Craig and I just started collaborating and he just listened to me and we worked really well and i just felt like 
I wasn't being judged by somebody and he wasn't going to try to fix me, but that we could work together and he could, we could build each other up instead mm -hmm. of like, I'm giving 150 million percent and only getting a part back. Yeah. And I just, I just at first was like, we were friends, you know, and, it, and that was a blessing that Craig could be my friend instead of just trying to be my, my romantic partner. So that was a huge thing for me before we even jumped into being business collaboratives, like finding out exactly who I am and what I want. And I'm, it was crazy that that transformation kind of happened so quickly. <laughs> but I think when you sit down and write it all down, it kind of puts your whole wants and needs into perspective in a way that I'd never done that before. Um, and then he, he ended up asking me out, you know, to be his girlfriend. And I just was like, that's so fucking cute. But I said, no, <laughs> because number one, I liked him for sure. Mm -hmm. But I remember I said at the beginning of this, I needed to change my behavior and not just jump into anything. Yeah. And so I said, no, and he didn't become sour about it. I think sometimes when you say no to people that it can deter them and they get scared or they get angry or, you know, whatever it is from being rejected, mm -hmm. it, it might make people feel bad, which is a bad sign anyway. Somebody can't hear you say no, you don't want to be with them. Not at <laughs> Period. <all. laughs> yeah. um, so I think I did that a couple of times just because for I needed to say no. And then if at eventually I was just like, okay, he's serious. He, he really, he really likes me. So that was when I was like, okay, we could definitely date. Cause I mean, I just, I think we just fell in love really fast. And the fact that I could say no made me feel like I could say no anytime yeah. <laughs> and that I wouldn't feel like disrespected in any way. And it's just kind of from there, we've moved on into our business relationship, which if you can get a solid foundation as people that can just talk to each other and work together, because I think a lot of times people have romantic issues from their past. Mm -hmm. If you have dealt with those and are willing to work with another person who's willing to work with you too, it you can do anything. You can, you can build airplanes that go to the moon and Mars and back and you could do anything. Yeah. And wouldn't it be yeah. like kind of also having someone who gives you, I mean, their honest feedback anytime you're creating anything, right? Just having that partner who's going to be honest with you, who you don't feel like, ah, should I show them this? Is this pushing the boundaries? Or is this going to shift their opinion on me or anything like that? So I think that's also really good. I don't know how you guys feel about that when, like, showing your work definitely. or giving feedback for your work when you guys are creating. Yeah, and I'll say I definitely struggled with that at first, I'll be honest. Yeah. But it wasn't because of how Craig said anything. I was working through my own issues, you know? It's It's, like, on the same respect of me rejecting him at first romantically as a partner, like when he would give me feedback on stuff, I noticed I was like a little pent up or I had like a little aggression in how I would respond. And I figured out that I needed to work on that. So it it is important to be able to give each other feedback and and to even acknowledge 
how much you need to grow. And I can definitely hold myself accountable for that. Yeah. And it really helps too, because like we are both in our like mid, when we met, we were both in our like mid to late twenties type situation. So we're still in our twenties now, but we're, we're older, Mm -hmm. you know? So we're beyond that phase of being stuck in puppy love forever and where you can't focus on growth and development personally at the same time and we're both artists like for real Mm -hmm. like you give us a regular job it's cool for about two hours and then we're gonna draw on (laughs) something you know so it's so it it helps that that is we're never like okay we gotta we gotta make something all right we gotta work it's never that it's Mm kind of like all right we gotta stop making something because we're we're drowning in things we're making and that's cool to work with because all you have to do is redirect it Mm -hmm. and or you know and get used to critique and things like that so because we had that thing in common it wasn't very rough it wasn't rocky it was just like what are you doing today oh i'm working on this i'm making this what are you doing i'm making this too you know so yeah yeah, it just helps it that really helped because um we also we were artists full-time when we met so there's only been a couple of times where we had like little part-time gigs and things but for the most part we're with each other every day working with each other and that that's great because you just you get used to that Mm -hmm. balance of work-life relationship life and it blends seamlessly versus like you know you can't get things done well we help each other when it's like say Craig is working on something and he's just working and working, working. It's like, we can be like, babe, we need to take a break. Right. And encourage each other to like clear our minds and clear our palates and take a step away and get sleep Definitely. and take relaxation times and like leave the house. Cause we have our little home studio right now, which it works. I don't know what we would work like if we had like a studio separate from our house, but it's a little bit harder to step away from your work when it's in the same place you live, but having a separate separate room for each thing definitely helps separate those, those two things. But having Craig and us like together helps us just like take care of our mental health and our physical health and our dietary health and just everything so we can just affirm with each other how we want to take care of ourselves and build our personal businesses and our even our just relationships with ourselves yeah. and taking care of ourselves. Yeah. And um, Craig, yeah. Um, did you go through the same or like a similar self-discovery process as Centrine before you entered into the relationship slash partnership? Um... Before we got together, I was so I <laughs> I'm the type of person who will work on things all like nonstop. I used to work on stuff and pass out working on it, wake up and work on it again. And that's just that was life. Mm-hmm. And that's where I was comfortable. I was comfortable in this world where I didn't have time to worry about things and I didn't really have time to care about people. Mm-hmm. And I was all about 
how can I evolve in these ways and da 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 and it was it was stressful it was tiring and it was I was in denial about and your that. ringer was on all the my time. phone okay so yeah that's another thing <laughs> See, I we... don't know if you keep your ringer on but I don't keep my ringer on I I have I had <laughs> ringers and different notifications for every I had schedule my life was wake up go to the gym come home meal was ready work work meeting go to the gym again like my life was a, like a robot and, and it was amazing it's incredible it's nuts it, the stuff i would get done in a day is nuts i would have one hand doing one thing or another and it was cool but it was nuts because my head was empty as far as emotion went mm -hmm. not really like it was in there but i was pushing so that off I kept on off. other things right and I didn't like that. I was tired of that. Like it was really depressing. Everything looked great, felt great from the outside, but it was just, it was a really depressing place. And I knew I needed a partner. I knew I needed somebody who had a similar, a similar process, who enjoys working and who enjoys art and who doesn't want the mediocre regular life and who wants to evolve because I need to do it, but I know I need to manage it. And I know it doesn't need to be a hundred percent of my life. So it worked out great when we met because it was almost like, uh, like a plug, you know, they, they fit in perfect together mm -hmm. and the things she needed to fix. I was patient and helpful about and the things I needed to fix. She's patient and helpful with. So it just works out like I'll be working so much and she'll just be like, all right, you need to just like turn your computer off. Oh, yeah. And the ringers, the ringers were crazy. I forgot my phone Dude. in the car overnight oh once my and my brain would not let me forget it. She oh. wouldn't let me go get it. She's like, it's got to stay in the car. And my brain just would not like I would just wake up like, who is messaging? What did I forget to do? You know? Yeah. And I. Yes. So the ringers would never stop. They would haunt me. They haunted who I used to live with before we moved in together. They haunt everyone. <laughs> everyone who was around my phone knew my ringtones. And yeah, now my phone stays on silent and I'll turn it off. And I hate when it goes off because <laughs> I'm a little more at peace with scheduling. Well, and I yeah. think like as artists, we have to like create and uphold boundaries with mm -hmm. their clients because people will take and take and take and they won't pay you and you have to figure out how to make what you do make your money and beyond money you need personal peace like you need you need to be you and you need to have confidence and and know that they're coming to you for something so they don't run your life mm -hmm. yeah they may pay you but no, like this is my life and I'm sharing my skills with you and you came to me because you want me. Yeah. And I've always been working on that and even in my personal relationship. So it was like such a clear thing to see like that these sounds were like forcing Craig to just like constantly be worried about everything other than him himself and his, mm -hmm. his peace and I just couldn't deal with it. And I was just like, you have to turn that shit off and realize that like you can get back to them anytime. And it's reasonable for you to not respond to people for a day or two or even six fucking hours. You know, yeah. like you have to be able to do what the fuck you need to do 
today right now because maybe you're driving to kansas for a funeral or maybe you need to go see your fucking mom or maybe you just need a damn meal and you need some peace and fucking quiet for that meal like (laughs) it's it's all about building your own boundaries and i i think that goes beyond being self-employed i think everybody especially right now is working on their boundaries yeah. and we a hundred percent need to take more time for ourselves. And it was a clear indication to me that Craig definitely took time for himself because he was at the gym all the time and yeah. I was looking good as fuck because I was at the gym with him too. <laughs> okay. I was in my little project. Y'all was keeping moment, it together. Okay. okay. <laughs> we were. If we were, because it was like, I was so stressed out at the time, and he was at the gym all the time, and I was like, I like working out, so we we really helped each other mm-hmm. on two major things, I think. Managing stress and creating boundaries for ourselves and our businesses. Yeah, because I think anytime that you can create that stillness, it's best. <laughs> like, um, Agreed. Like, sometimes, like, I, I don't know if I were in a more client like if clients had direct access to me as a creative and advertisement I don't know what I do because I see what the account team goes through with the clients and (laughs) I just be like I I don't know if I will handle it as well as the middleman between us and the clients because like they would drive me insane with their requests and it's like they constantly want new things and want to push boundaries and you just be like we're we're we need to draw like a a strict line because you guys want yes. the stars the moons and <laughs> and the whole universe and yes <laughs> we can't give you all of that so i mean I, I think it's great that you guys have created that boundary that you help him kind of find his center as far as like hey turn off your phone get away from it because it's not it's just yeah. gonna drive you insane i think that's great hell yeah <laughs> it was driving me insane <laughs> right. everybody insane. <laughs> um, the phone for now <laughs> <laughs> did you have like different like okay was it a different tone for each notification so you would know if it's like like email had a certain sound like yeah email text <laughs> phone rings i had different phone rings for different people oh so you would um <laughs> so you won't yeah have the man you had this one client sorry oh man <laughs> oh which the the one that i'm still trying to yeah we took a break from this client this client is nuts <laughs> he my favorite thing is this person will contact me and be like i just need one quick thing done i know it'll take you just no time to do it and it's just something that literally will take me shutting off the world for a day and i'm just like come on i i have a week scheduled out i can't just do this now you know mm-hmm. but it's okay you know i'm After... learning to control these clients by controlling my availability yeah after a few trials i think we kind of trained him a little bit like a dog like you just have to kind of (laughs) stop answering say no right no for real like stop answering the phone or just like take a long couple months long break if not a year because sometimes you need that space i'm on vacation this year so (laughs) (laughs) try me next year like uh relax simmer down that's why this lockdown's been beneficial. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, I'm on lockdown. What are you calling me for? 
can you do this? No, my computer's on lockdown too. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. And that and that also kills me about clients, like them thinking that they're your only client or that all your right. work revolves around them and what they need it right at that moment. Like you don't have other right. people or you don't have a personal life. Your personal life is all my work that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about clients <laughs> getting stressed. Right. It's no. a thing. <laughs> no. Hey, let's think about Jade. <laughs> Center yourself. <laughs> right. Oh. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know. This is so random. This is so random, guys. But um. I don't know if you guys have like how how often do you guys like look or keep up with stuff on social media? I'm pretty pretty on top of things. Pretty on top of things. I yeah. I go back and forth with social media, and you can tell if you've ever even. I don't think anybody notices because everybody's in their own world. But like, I've deleted social media so many times. Uh-huh. Like, I I have a really bad relationship with it. Oh. But it's better now because okay, so like at the beginning of 2019, I deleted it like full blown, like dead ass, deleted mm. it. I killed it, and I it was my whole Facebook, my whole Instagram, like it was gone and. That was a really great time in my life, but as an independent artist who wants to get their name out there in a world where, like, people don't really go as many places, and this, you know, this is pre-quarantine, but I still think having the separation between, like, going to a party for fun or just, like, promoting your stuff on Instagram, like, I'd rather go out and be with people than work with people. Mm -hmm when I'm out partying and doing events and stuff like that. So eventually it became a way for me to promote and market or just like express my artistic stuff online Mm -hmm. just to see who's interested. And I used to get kind of upset about people too, but you know, that's a whole other thing. So I check it all the time because I want to connect with people and you can find really awesome folks online, like make friends with people in the UK and anywhere really you know you can connect with people so i stay up on it i like to post every couple days every couple it's kind oh, of fun I, I mean i was gonna ask if you guys like for um for the smoky century like how often do you guys keep up the content on there or like do you have a content calendar just so you have things out for people to consume or have interactions with not yet not really yet mm-hmm. right now it's just like an every couple of days kind of thing or whenever we got something to put out there yeah um that's coming though with like the new website just it's a part of the we're really doing a lot of the back end stuff right now it like, is kind uh, of the beginning phases yeah because it's like we started making jewelry and selling it basic is that you know table at a venue we're selling jewelry come buy it but now we're really getting to where we <clears throat> where we have our our branding down our website down if we need to hire someone to handle certain things that we fill that position and social media is one of those things that like Citrine was saying it it 
can be stressful mm-hmm. and um i personally don't like managing a ton of accounts i already have like a few that i already manage so it's something that we are gonna have scheduled or you know set up to where or we even can, somebody um, who does or it have someone who manages yeah it. loves jewelry and just wants to put it out there because with social media i love i love posting we have tons of content so yeah. it's like we got it how but. do you how do you put it out there in a way that it's gonna be seen because it's not like we want we don't just want a ton of likes necessarily. We want to really reach people. We want right. to. We want real people. We want an organic growth. We want connection. We we really love people. We love working with people, and so that's really the main thing. Is like how can we, regardless of the algorithms and and how you know, I feel like it's just set up to like not really reach people, especially when they figured out that you're a business page and you're trying to reach people. Yeah. How can we put it out there in a way that really does reach people? Because we put a lot of time and effort and heart into this content we're creating. Because a lot of times it's not just a cell phone picture. And then it's like, what do you put on your website instead of social media? So it's really about figuring out what content gets printed in a catalog. What content is on social media? What content goes on your website? Like kind of figuring out and categorizing everything that way so that your content is appropriately appreciated yeah (laughs) because it's it's not just it's not just something we want to just throw out there even though i think that is probably what social media is more about is just throwing something out there we're we're really just we want to talk not necessarily like if you have like if you're growing a business I I think it's just like you got to really focus on how organic can you make it. And I think that you guys are going about it the right way. Because, like, people don't want to feel like they're being sold something. (laughs) They want to feel like, oh, I made this conscious decision to do this. And I don't feel like it's just grabbing at me for no reason. Just there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like we we have... On the side of Smoky Citrine, we have like uh, Citrine the Jeweler and the Jewel Hunter, which are our independent pages where we promote our independent designs within Smoky Citrine. Mm-hmm. But um, there's there's different personalities to them, you right. know. And I like to sometimes I'll just talk about a stone, you know. I'll have music and a light over this stone, examining that because that's what attracts me to jewelry for the most part is the materials it's made from or the stones on it and a lot of people like i said in the beginning they don't look at stones very deeply and they don't understand the universes within these things so that's something we'll have on smoky citrine too is more talk about the materials the stone you'll fall in love with the stone before you love the jewelry the jewelry is just make nuts about it it's like a little byproduct because you can find jewelry anywhere there's so much great jewelry in the world and i 100 percent support it (laughs) i love jewelry i hope everybody makes jewelry it feels good (laughs) (laughs) but i like that you guys are going through like um a more building of helping people, I guess, develop a deeper connection to the pro- the pieces that they're like putting on their bodies, and like trying to draw that closeness between them and the stones that are being used. I think that is pretty dope. 
Yeah, I feel like that's that's really what social media is for yeah. in terms of business. It's to it's what one day when people are sick of jewelry and are wearing I don't know toilet paper around their necks, they're still gonna be watching videos of people find these stones and talk about the things they used to love. Mm -hmm. And social media is that opportunity for businesses to create the connection that will outlive their business. So one day when you're not doing jewelry anymore, you're still passionate about it. You're still passionate about stones and you can keep talking to people as your brand about it and, and generate income and interest, just like you were when you were selling actual products. So. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay, okay. This is also very random. Um, so the, I don't know why I'm, okay, I'm going to bring it up because it's like pop culture. <laughs> the Will Smith data and August Elsina little thing. Have you guys seen much about that? Very little. Yeah, very a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why. It was just like, it was an interesting conversation that, okay, so, like, you guys know Jada does her red table talk, or how familiar you guys are about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, she did the red table talk with, of course, her husband, Will Smith, and they talked about the August Alcina case. And, or, I, I, do I want to say That's case? so brave. <laughs> do I want to say case about it? I mean, her relationship. Right. I don't want to call him a case. And <laughs> situation. The situation. I mean, she scenario. There she um refers to it as an entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just thought that was an interest. I didn't know how you guys felt. Like, what if you were in a relationship with somebody? Yes, they might have been separated from their spouse at the time. I don't see. It's like weird. But would you call another person an entanglement? As like, if you guys, if that person, um, how they took your relationship was more of a, a actual relationship, a deep connection, and then how would you feel if you were on the other side and you heard that you were caught in entanglement? So it's like two parts. How would you ever refer to somebody as an entanglement? And then how would you feel if you were refer referred to as an entanglement? And not a relationship. Uh. I mean, to be real, like Craig and I talk about relationships a lot, like not specifically with like other people, but I mm -hmm. we talk about that because I think in relationships you need to talk about that, especially yeah. now that like open relationships and polyamory they're they're more uh, normalized yeah. now. They're not as much of a stigma, but. I think some things are entanglements. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta. Sometimes be you gotta call it what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. Sometimes you're an entanglement. It just is what it is. We were tangled. Right. We were entangled. It just, it we were dangling like, and flying. Right. It'd be like that sometimes. You gotta yeah. deal with it. I mean, but, I, yeah. I was just thinking of it more so, like, from his perspective. Like, if he was told that, like, dang, I was just an entanglement to you. Here, I thought yeah, it, we had something really deep. And I went forward with the interview saying, 
hey, if I died today, I knew our relationship was the closest that I needed at the time. And then you and your husband keep in on your red table talk, talking about I was just an entanglement. Nothing. That's what he has to. But go it's Will out Smith. Nah. She was never gonna leave him. Right, that's the first thing too. He's so fun. You're up against they're Will married, Smith. You're up against kids. the Fresh Prince, right? You are an entanglement. I don't care. No who shade you are. to August, but right. it's Will Smith, bro. Like he's everything. Well, come on, you know. And then yeah, and it's just like that's the definition if, of an entanglement. If you're if if Jada too, this is Jada Smith cause you an entanglement then you better you better put power to that name I mean, like i am the something. best entanglement <laughs> in this country <laughs> there's no other entanglement that right. can tangle things up like me <laughs> i mean she took a break from her marriage for me too okay right from right. will smith damn exactly <laughs> you know i'm not the prince but i am an entanglement <laughs> i'm something <laughs> Jada don't even know your name. <laughs> this is our right, exactly. Jada don't even know I, you. Right. Oh, man. I mean, if I was Will Smith, I'd be like, girl, bye. He could have anyone. I mean, but anyway. I don't know their life. I don't either. I'm sure that this is not that big, that problematic to them. Yeah. I mean, if they can talk about it. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, it's one of those social media things. Yeah. You know? But I think it's a topic that people also need to talk about. And Beyonce put out Lemonade to highlight this issue. I don't know if it was real or not, but, you know, it's real to all of us. We've all been cheated on. Or most most of us have been cheated on or had a third brought in or, you know, whatever. Like, there's always other people around us. It's always a possibility. Yeah. So it's something we have to be able to talk about. And if you're in a relationship with somebody... And you're married to somebody and you can't talk about it then you really have some problems so right. that's that's incredibly brave of them to kind of put their situation on blast but and, and i think that's like them just you know being smart with their usage of social media to tie back into yeah. the whole thing their usage with social media like seeing this thing come out about august Alcina coming forward and talking about him having a relationship with Jada, then them deciding, oh, we need to jump ahead of this. We need to get our perspective out just so the story or the narrative doesn't shift in a way that I'm completely villainized by the situation. Right. I do feel bad for August. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like that's you know when you're having sex with somebody, you're physically intimate with somebody. Like that's. That's a lot of trust to give to somebody and a lot of emotion and physicality. It's a lot of yourself mm-hmm. to share with someone. So, it, you know, I think being called an entanglement, call it what it is, beyond that word, like, poor guy, like, maybe it wasn't smart for him to get with her, but it was probably definitely more on her part because she's already in a relationship, a full-ass marriage with kids with somebody else. Mm-hmm. I do feel bad. Like, that never feels good to have that happen. I don't wish that on anybody. Relatively close to your age. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Even the, yeah. like, the age dynamic between them. I mean, he was in his early 20s, her in her 40s. 
See, yeah, that's it's definitely older people do take advantage of younger people mm-hmm. in that way sometimes. And I mean, it can go both ways. Sometimes younger people take advantage. They're adults, but it it's yeah. just you don't want somebody to be hurt in their heart so deeply. And I don't I don't know too much about the situation, mm-hmm. but if I mean, you were physically, romantically with somebody else and you I don't know and when when is that hurt. when is that type of age gap then being the younger person you should understand that you are in entanglement right <laughs> like, having fun that never works out for very long you know yeah. like it's it's always like that so should have known like in the back of your head like Exactly. I don't think they'll leave each other. <laughs> exactly. Like all of a sudden, I have to, <laughs> no. to kind of accept. <laughs> right. Why would she leave her family, her husband, for somebody who went to, like could have been a classmate of a kid? Her mm-hmm. kid. That's boring. <laughs> you can't even have a conversation on the same level of intellect. Yeah, she used him. They used him. not used. It's just. That's what happens, you know? It's, it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a week. Because, like, you know, we're all outsiders looking in. Even, they're not going to tell, like, the full story of how it went, however they want to shift the focus. But, yeah, it's just like, you don't know what happened. Hey, it might have been super deep, and then she realized, or they realized that they couldn't do it because, like, I don't know, her real actual situation. <laughs> And right. who Will has been seeing and, and she's been seeing people I mean, having entanglements of his aspect. own. Right? <laughs> but that was just like an interesting thing to just throw in as a pop culture reference. So we're going to move on to the handing out roses. Se- no, we're gonna, before the handing out roses segment, we're going to go to the same fly segment, which is all about our mental health, uh, mental well-being, anything that center us so what are ways that you guys stay fly well personally i guess together we decided to adopt a cat and that has been so much emotional assistance it just like it makes me want to be a better person because you got care (laughs) to have like yeah like and yeah, you just want to love it and you don't want to traumatize it on accident because that can happen, you know, just like you don't want to accidentally open the door on it or step on it, you know, it's just like being a little more careful even, being a little more present even in your space Mm -hmm. and something to cuddle and love you and yeah, that's been really nice. But I've also been reading a little bit more. That's how I've been staying fly. And for me... (laughs) Definitely cannabis helps. Um, That's a big help. But it's not really that big, honestly. I mean, it's big, but it's not, like, necessary. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, it's just learning. I find so much harmony in learning new things. And even if it's something as small as learning a new way to make a necklace or a new way to, you know, wrap wire or a new programming language anything that just keeps me at peace because it's like i hate feeling useless or feeling i hate feeling bored too Mm -hmm. that really breaks me down so learning is just something you can always do 
even if you're just reading articles about history. Um, learning keeps me fly. <laughs> Those are nice ways of staying fly. And now we're going to go on to the Hand Me Got Roses segment. This is where you get to acknowledge people that inspire you, that have been supporting you. Um, you can give out a single rose, a bouquet, or a whole flower shop. It's totally up to you guys. You want to start out first with the throwing out roses so people can smell the roses while they're still here to smell the roses. I'll throw some roses out there. First of all, I would like to give a rose to my older sister and Craig's mom and Craig's aunt, who all gave us toilet paper during the quarantine <laughs> when they wonderful. were sold out. Okay, I have to just give them all a rose because we were really struggling, man. Like we were trying to quarantine, but toilet paper ran out. I just have to say it. That is, I am so grateful for the people who can donate toilet paper to us. Shout out to yes. the world and anybody who gave somebody some fucking toilet paper because it was real. The, it was very real. Um, we did not even have to worry about it because folks had our back and that is the realest thing. They they care. Those people care about you. Um, and they dropped um, some toilet paper. At the beginning of this, yeah. they love you truly. <laughs> truly. And like even food. All those people, I think, helped us with food, too, which is some real shit, okay? Um, it got real dark. Not not like between <laughs> us, but it got, it got to a point where it was like... It got real uncertain for a it moment. It did. It wasn't you know, like we were mad Everyone experienced that. Yeah. It's lockdown. It's like, wait, what? Lockdown. Right. It's like, friends do what you mean. Can't go to the grocery store. <laughs> so shout out to those people. Roses to anybody who gave food and toilet paper to people. Yeah. I'd like to also just give a rose to you, Aaron, oh, and a rose you. to you, Craig. Because thank you, you know you are here all the time. We're here together, and Aaron, we stayed in touch, yeah. and I appreciate <laughs> you so much for giving us a place to speak. I thank you for having the patience. It can be hard. I thank you for having the patience with me and the scheduling during this time <laughs> to get you guys oh, back on the episode. Because <laughs> I was like, oh my yeah. god, I just keep rescheduling and trying to like figure out my life in between. <laughs> I am not offended because anytime an appointment cancels, I can drink some coffee and chill the fuck out for another day. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> so it's all good. Yeah. And I'd like to give a nice big bouquet to uh, to my family. They've been great. Uh, my mother, my grandmother, my grandfather, my aunt, they've all been really great during the uh, little lock. They've been great all the time, but sure. during this lockdown for sure. You know, we've done things like the little birthday party drive through situation for someone. and It's just cool that everyone's staying connected mm -hmm. and it feels good to know that. And I, I really, it's kind of a weird one, but I want to give a rose to, uh, or a couple roses to just people like, in general, because I, I feel, feel like <laughs> folks are changing, whether they want to say they are or not. Some are changing for the better, some for the worse, but a lot are changing for the better. A lot of mm -hmm. people are learning 
skills, they're connecting in new ways, they're talking about new things. And I want to give notice to that, give a rose, a bunch of roses to that because we gotta evolve, we gotta change, we gotta keep building, we gotta, gotta come together, we gotta talk and connect and use these apps and things to actually like talk. Yeah. You FaceTime. Like I've never FaceTime with people until quarantine. It's not like I didn't want to. I used to use Skype and stuff, but mm -hmm. it's just like, you know, you usually hang out with people. But now you got Zoom where you can FaceTime with half of the friends you never even talked to on <laughs> Facebook. And it's just it's dope. So yeah, yeah I wanna give a rose to people for just doing stuff. Figuring out what you can do. Adjusting. Right. <laughs> and uh and yeah. yeah. Um, do you guys have any um closing remarks you would like to leave with the listeners? Um keep evolving. <laughs> keep learning. Keep trying to do better than you did yesterday even if it's minor something small you know mm -hmm. keep caring for each other and pay attention to animals because they're chill <laughs> and they tell you things they tell you a lot of things that you do and don't have to worry about yeah connect yeah i you know a similar <sighs> message over here i definitely think that as a closing remark get in touch with yourself find out what find out those spaces where you're uncomfortable in even your own mind and sit in those spaces and discover like what it is about yourself or the world that bothers you and and figure out how you can work with it and contribute to it in a in a positive way or just just a cha a way to change it or think about it differently but yeah process your anger and your frustration inwardly and and try to transmute it into some other energy instead of stress or anger or you know exerting it onto other people so that we can all be happier with ourselves and and in that way kinder to each other when we're interacting with one another nice. and then keep pushing the world to change <laughs> Okay, and then you guys are social handle so that the listeners can follow. Well, first of all, citrine, no, at smokey.citrine, at s-m-o-k-e-y dot c-i-t-r-i-n-e. That's Smoky Citrine, that is Craig and I's collective page. It's that's not, on Instagram. Yeah, that's on Instagram and Facebook. Um, it's not super populated, but it's about to get super real. Mm. So if you want to be really on top of it, there it is. SmokyCitrine.com. And then I'm at Citrine the Jeweler on almost everything. CitrineTangerine.com. And I, on Instagram and Pinterest, am the Jewel Hunter, which is spelled regular, except there's no E in Hunter. H-U-N-T-R. So the Jewel Hunter. And yeah, and then smokycitrine.com. That's where everything's gonna be. So it's right now it's just our store, but 
It won't always. It be. won't always just be the store. It's gonna be a blog. It's gonna be more products than just jewelry. It's gonna be experiences and ideas. SmokyCitrine.com is where it's all at. Okay, and I'll add all of that to the description. So in case you guys miss it, listeners, everything will be in the description. And then when I tag them in the post, of course, everything will be directed to their pages. Um, and then. Follow the Unicorns Are Real podcast on Instagram. And that's R as an A-R-E, not letter R. Um, and then if you guys want to connect with me personally, uh, my Instagram is Aaron Just Alex. Again, if you guys, I don't know, struggle with <laughs> that, just go to the Unicorns page and then it directly links to my personal. And thank you two for talking to me to talking with me today <laughs> joining me on the podcast and thank you yes thank you for having us no problem thank you guys um and then thank you listeners um continue to listen on spotify apple Podcasts, google play stitcher um and then like if you guys feel persuaded leave a five-star rating on apple Podcasts, and i don't know the other ratings I don't think I think you just like on Spotify. I don't know <laughs> how Spotify. <laughs> I think it's just the like, and then Stitcher and Google Play. I I I definitely don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you guys again. Um, then, bye. Bye. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify.